Yeah. Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome to another edition of Where I Come From. It is I, Mr. Tone Deaf. Once again, I'm back in the building, sitting here with a group of people. Well, only two people this time. Coming from Milwaukee, it's podcasting, specifically the podcast of color, specifically women who podcast. I am joined with two-thirds of the Woman to Woman podcast. How are you ladies doing today? Good. You need to understand how hard they were smiling to hear that. Like, that's hilarious. Yes, we are so happy to be here. I see that. So, let me ask you this question first, because we like to... We like to actually have pods from other places come in, whether they're independents working with one of our homies somewhere else, or just, you know, new to the game. What mm-hmm. made y'all want to do podcasting to begin with? Um, Funny thing is, so all three of us actually worked at the same gig. Originally. Yeah. Originally. Okay. Um, And the person that kind of helped put us on, he also pods. And he was like, Damn, a lot of the shit that y'all be saying, y'all need to be. Who put y'all on? Young yeah, Deuces. That's my nigga. Shout From Gateshead. You know, like, shout out to my nigga Deuce. Yeah. yeah. In the building. For those of y'all who are listening, make sure y'all go check out their um, Toy Drive on the 25th. Almost definitely, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We will definitely, Tone Def Radio will definitely be in the building in regards to that. Uh, if Deuce told y'all to do it, y'all should do it. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's what we decided because. We like work together. We were coworkers, and, and on the same team, and on the same team, you know, call center environment. And mm. so, with us working together in between calls, the conversations used to get real. That sounds familiar. Conversate about what happened last night, what we're going through in terms of being parents, dating. We covered all. There was no stone left unturned. Yeah, okay. no At filter. The job, no filter. And he's right. like, "Y'all gotta do something with this man." Like right. sometimes it's like, "I, right, I, right, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute." People want to hear about it, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about uh-huh. right. Now, since y'all started podcasting, have y'all noticed that when y'all start talking about stuff, y'all cut each other off? Say, "No, no, no, no let's save it for the chef." No, mm. well, sometimes, but it's so funny. Like in between, so like we'll record and. You know, we do our breaks. Right. We can do our advertising. Mm-hmm. And the conversation keeps going. It, and and it, it just keeps going. And we like, you know what? Run it back. Press play. And we're going to get into it. So, yeah. That's um, part of the reason why we record the way we record. Yeah. It's like, I can just go insert commercials later. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we got a good conversation. So, uh, other than Deuce putting y'all on and y'all work with Poindexter and whatnot. Yeah. That's my boy. Uh, shout out to Media Square. Yes. Um, they're one of the other three big networks here in Milwaukee. Um, what made y'all go the direction with some of the topics y'all go? Um, it's be more and more so. I think it just kind of not necessarily what happens is what's going on during that time or yeah. that period. Sometimes it just be like, damn, like Kayla, what what, what what's going on with you this week? Mm-hmm. Or what's going on with you this week, right? Mm-hmm. KP. So sometimes it just happens, or sometimes honestly we don't even have a topic. We just go in there and be like, okay. and wing it, yeah, and wing it. And that's why you know I really appreciate that we took that approach um, because I feel like the things that we're saying there's more passion behind it True. because it's just unfiltered thoughts, emotions, experiences. Um, it's not something that we kind of set in stone. Of course, we have episodes where you know there is. Um, like it's not I wouldn't say scripted but it's, you know, a, it's, it's a layout it's an there's, mm-hmm. a, there's an outline okay. like if we're talking if we're covering like something that's going on in, on social media if we're covering a controversial topic but when it's topics that really don't involve like someone uh, 
a large caliber of celebrity. It's basically just our experiences and what we're going through at that time. So, mm-hmm. you know, we go yeah. back and listen to y'all episodes. All the time. Listen. And see so much growth too, huh, Ray? It, listen. Yep. Baby. <laughs> it was so hard. I remember when we first started listening to ourselves. Because I used to be like, damn, I sound country as hell mm-hmm. on here. But damn, did I just say that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, well, fuck it. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. But then it just, it gets to a point sometimes, like one of our episodes, we were singing our ass off on. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, damn, I'll never look at this song the same yeah. no more. <laughs> you know what's funny? I think that might have been the episode that made me start listening to y'all. Yeah. Because I think one day, uh, Seth and them was recording for Sweats and Suits. Oh, Sweats and Suits, yeah. And y'all just happened to be walking in the building. Okay. I think it was maybe before y'all, y'all was actually coming to talk about starting the pod. Okay. So y'all was walking in the building. You interrupted I remember. Live, that, was, that was a year ago. Yeah. Year, yeah. You interrupted the live and whatnot. So I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. We know. <laughs> right. and, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen out for them. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's women podcasts out there, but there's, they're not the same. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, well, let me rephrase that. A lot of them are the same, but they all have a little bit differentness to them, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, let me check out for y'all. So at first, it took me a while to find y'all catalog because mm-hmm. how Point uh, Dexter had a lot of y'all categorized at first. Mm-hmm. But then after y'all got to like 15, 20, it was like, okay, y'all here for good now. Yeah. Because some of them can't make it past 10. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was rough because you get really discouraged. This is a new, you know, yeah. venture for us. So it was really rough, but once I promise you, once we got past ten, yeah, that's what I told you. Like, it was like it was on the pop. Yeah, this is it. Once you get to ten, it's mm-hmm. done. Now all the mistakes have been made. Only thing you can do now is just talk about people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> usually yeah. do great shows when you talk about. And people. what yeah. a lot of people don't know is like a lot of stuff that we talk about. Like we don't we don't cap or nothing. Everything is like what we say in real life. It's in not like real life. Like literally. Shout out to KP. Yeah, that's that's KP absence. thing. Yeah. In in real life. <laughs> we gonna, next time y'all come through, we gonna make sure she here. Absolutely, yeah. yeah she's sure a treat she's for good. sure. Just, <laughs> all right. So, what's next for y'all? Let's keep it real. Um, power wise, we really we, we just looking to just keep moving forward. I mean, we really want to get it to doing some events. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. start impacting, the impacting, making our presence known, having some fun. Um. You know, that's definitely something that we're looking to do 2020. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Because um, potting ain't easy. It's not easy. And, you know, just the, you know, just the bi-weekly streaming of our episodes, I don't feel like it's enough. I don't mm-hmm. know, right, you, agree, you know, for us to kind of get our message and right. be able to talk to our, our, you know, our listeners and be able to connect. Okay. So we're trying to expand. Well, the good thing is you podcasting here in Milwaukee. We got a big ass network. We, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We but, party all the time, but we always do shit. So yeah. yeah, the the podcasting community in Milwaukee is actually very big, and I was really surprised to find that out once we started podcasting. Right. I had no mm-hmm. idea. I had no idea either. Yeah, so it was really like big. I've heard of some some podcasts, right? But to know how big it was, mm-hmm. all you gotta do is come to an event. Speaking yeah, of events, yeah. Make sure you go and check out the ugly sweater party. Most Friday. definitely at Mr. J's. Uh, at we'll Mr. J. We'll be in there with half my legs. <laughs> half a tone deaf radio was part of the, the committee. The other half, uh, you know, Mogul was there. And then, of course, we got everyday media in the building. You know what? Fuck it. Just come and party with us. Five hours and bring toys. Please. Well, children's toys. <clears throat> Hello. Speaking of that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Speaking of, it's sad that you have to actually say that. I'm just saying, because you know, some yeah, people may go left field, they bring a toy, yeah, all right? They bring a toy. But you know what? I'm glad you, you started with that, because that actually ties us into the reason why I specifically asked you ladies to join me for this particular episode. Um, at the time of this episode was recorded, you guys had just dropped episode 23, which is called The Talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty interesting viewpoint on how T.I. is basically fucking up shit. <laughs> Uh, in, his daughter's life, in his daughter's life uh, but the reason why I specifically want you guys because I had already had plans on doing an episode where we talk about the fact that a lot of our generations never had that talk mm-hmm. like when it comes to sex and this being a very hypersexual generation culture right yeah, now absolutely for us to not have been properly talked about sex or basically being taught the religious version of sex uh y'all episode actually made me be like you know what i gotta do this sooner than later mm-hmm. um you both you both are parents right no i am i'm not great job on that uh, <laughs> hey, hey 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 wait um, i got two little girls myself yeah <laughs> wait as long as you possibly can yeah. have kids i'm telling you because yeah. god said he gives men little girls mm. to prove to them that you are a fuck up when you were a little boy. Because truth be told, my little girls make me stop being who I was and the way I was. Mm-hmm. But my biggest concern right now is like, how do I talk to them about this? Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it like, my parents never talked to me. Mm-hmm. So, growing up, did either one of y'all have any kind of a conversation with your parents about sex? And, and so that's so funny. The fact that y'all looking yeah. into deep ass <laughs> and, breath. And so, you know, like as we, as we, you know, expressed on our episode, um, I think that we did, you know, those conversations did happen. No. But I don't think that they were at the most effective time. Correct. Because I know mm-hmm. you remember like after the fact of you Mine's after experiencing yep. your first intimate experience is when your mom finally sat you down and had the conversation. No, 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 no. Did no, she no. did she know that you had already experienced it when she had the conversation or was it just her having the conversation but then finding out it wasn't nec- been there done that already see it was kind of like that it okay. wasn't necessarily like a conversation so like how my mom found out is you know back in the day in high school you, you send the letters in classroom back and forth I, I already had lost my virginity okay and i have a younger sister okay my sister was going through my clothes and came across the letter and that's how mom's knew because she read the letter but she never said nothing to me mm. so what made her say something to me is because I guess there may have been certain things that made her probably think like, okay, my daughter out here being fast. Or she going on the wrong path. She going on the wrong path. She, you know, when I'm taking her to this place, she may be going somewhere else in actuality. Mm -hmm. So we had a big, I won't say fallout, but you know, we had an argument about it. And I'm like, nah, my, like, what you talking about? Like, I only had sex one time. Mm -hmm. And she was like, wait, what? So she thought I was still being sexually active after my first experience, and I wasn't. And then that's how the talk came about. Like, no, mom, like, it was an upperclassman. And then go like this. He graduated. I'm still in high school. Boom, boom, boom. Well, bam, bam. That's how that happened for me. Okay. So I didn't have the talk. And then I remember as a kid, like, you know how they have the infomercials and the ads about, you know, being a virgin or virginity. I'm probably like seven, maybe six years old. Okay. And I remember seeing, I was like, Mom, like, what's a virgin? And she was like, Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Time out. Pineapples. <laughs> you know, and then that was the 
closest I've ever had to a somewhat conversation prior to an experience, and it never came back up until Todd and I already had the experience. Yeah. What about you? And so my experience was actually, I want to say maybe similar to T.I.'s daughter. Okay. Um, and the only way that I say that is because I'm, all of our podcasters know I'm adopted. So, like, my, my adoptive mother, she was extremely intrusive in terms of explaining sex and explaining, you know, relations and things like that to where it made me extremely uncomfortable to ever talk to her about anything. Right. And it, it wasn't necessarily sitting down and giving me the facts of this is what it is. This is how you need to protect yourself. You know, when a guy approaches you X, Y, and Z, which I felt like would have been so, 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 like helpful for me to know mm-hmm. it just didn't happen that way it was right. more so well I'm gonna take you to the doctor to make sure that you're not doing this this that and the third like mm-hmm. it was it was a lot like the experience that T.I.'s daughter had okay. and outside of that though um, I did wind up um, the church that I went to they had an abstinence class mm. and so that was where I got a lot of my education about not necessarily sex education but sexual immortality or like being like not ha- or abstinence or celibacy okay. all together. Kind of like how when NPS used to have people come in and talk to us about. Uh, well, you didn't go. I forgot. No, you didn't I, go to I'm NPS. Not, I'm, not I'm sorry. It's okay, baby. It's okay, baby. It's okay. But, lot, but, but you know what I mean? How they have like the schools. Be, like my my sex education experience as a kid was either being accused of doing it when I really wasn't even interested. Okay. Or being or, or being reprimanded for even the thought of it. Like you, you should only be even thinking about having sex or masturbating or this and that until you are married. Okay. So you okay. know it wasn't like legitimate education. Okay. Which brings up a good question because you know what? Believe it or not, my uh, my wife and my child's mother, same person, mm-hmm. they both had that issue where her younger sister was sexually active, but she was the one always getting accused of doing stuff to the mm. point that she got accused so much that when she got like about eighteen, nineteen. She got loose as a goose. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you're going to make these accusations, I might as well, well act on it. I might as well act on it. Mm-hmm. Find out what's going on. The whole nine yards. <clears throat> she eventually slowed down when she met me, not because of me, because she was slow down. Slow down. <laughs> slow down. Just wasn't me. Yeah. I just happened to benefit from it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but one of the questions I want to ask y'all is because apparently we all have similar experiences. Because with me, like every other dude, I learned about sex from my buddies. Okay. Mm-hmm. We all talked about or lied about shit that we've done. So mm. we assume, like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. This is the behaviors you're supposed to act on. And then we went further to these actions based on the loose girls in our neighborhood. Okay. You always knew that one girl who didn't look at sex as being something special. She was like, oh, fuck it. If you want to have sex, come on. Right. I'm and with it if you with it. If you with it. And that's yeah. literally how a lot of us got into it. And then, of course, you go back, you brag to your friend, I slept with such and such. Oh, Exaggerate yeah. the two, experience. Three, two, three weeks yeah. later, hey, bro, I slept with such and such, too. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is just what the thing we did. Another thing that I've noticed, and this is talking to some of my buddies on other pods, a lot of them lost their virginity to older women. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've learned yeah. that, too. We gotta get into that. Which I thought was so scary, because, like, right now, we have two guys that are currently in jail, all because <laughs> of the way they consented to sex. We got, we got Bill Cosby, who, during a time when popping pills and Club 54 was the shit, mm-hmm. he was in jail because of that. And then we got a whole other dude, Sylvester, what I'm going to call him, 
Yeah. Who's basically behind bars and getting her to do time because he was dealing with younger girls. But we look at that person as those, as those two situations as these are horrible men. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, on the other side of town, here's, you know, Miss Susie with the fat ass mm-hmm. picking up these little young boys from the basketball court and we all encouraging that. Mm-hmm. So, my first question I want to ask y'all is what is some things that you learned as you got older that you wish you were taught when you were younger when it comes to sex? I'm going to start with you because you came from a Christian background. <laughs> I, know, I know for a fact they misguided you. Absolutely. Um, I would say, it, it, well, it doesn't even relate to like my Christianity, um, but I would say um, I think that one thing parents should really stop saying is sex is between two people that love each other. Facts. I agree. We have to stop telling our kids that. Facts. Because your kids are, you know, especially if the boys are getting to it at a certain age, that's all they think about, whether they love someone or not. However, we're teaching our daughters that if this boy wants to have sex with you, it's because she he loves you. And so that just turns into a snowball effect of, of I would say, unwarranted emotions, unnecessary feelings, you know, her kind of putting her feelings into a situation that might not have been serious. On the other hand, when all he was looking for is sex and we're teaching and conditioning our daughters that sex equates to love. Mm. So that was something that I really wish that I didn't hear as a kid. Did you believe that? Absolutely. So and I made a lot of mistakes based off of me So there was a lot of that. times where you let a dude smash and you did everything in your, in your right to try to stay with this dude because you thought mm-hmm. that since he smashed, he mm-hmm. really wants to be with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make sure I put that one in the pencil to tell my oldest daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. And I wouldn't even say, like, let it smash, but you know, let them smash. But there's a lot of guys who, for whatever reason, especially when I was a lot younger, I feel like the older I get, the more, and the older guys that I deal with, they are a little more transparent mm-hmm. in their intentions. And that comes with age and maturity. Of course. But when you are younger as a teenager and a, a young adult, guys will say anything that they need to say to get what they want in that instance. So, you know, I, I took it as you really must care about me to want to share this experience with me. You know what? It's, it's really good. We have a connection. You probably, we doing it all the time. You can't get enough of it. You probably do love me when that really wasn't the case, you know, so. I see that. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would say just knowing the game. Explain. So, when I say that, I'm a very loving person Mm -hmm. i'm a very giving person i'm a very forgiving person Mm -hmm. so i feel like with that type of don't do me (laughs) that type of personality i have i feel like a lot of people feed off of that and like kind of what she's saying where yeah baby i love you this and that third make it you know try to make that a little bit easier to get it to the pants in your pants Mm -hmm. so like i came from a a single mother i didn't have dad around so but mom was a teenage parent so I kind of feel like if I would have had that talk a little bit sooner, I could have had probably more. So I would say a woman to woman conversation with her mm-hmm. about like I did that woman to woman period. But I didn't do the second part, but I could have had a more of a, a conversation with her realistically. Like, you know, like look out for these things. Like I remember like after I had my first experience, I didn't have um, I wasn't intimate with, for nobody with nobody else for about like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Until I met my ex-boyfriend, who I ended up graduating high school with. We went to college with each other and everything. Once we broke up, I wouldn't say I was loose as a goose, but I'm dealing with somebody. You like in the wind. I'm in the wind with yeah. it. I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with a guy. Didn't you know. 
I won't even call. Yeah, yeah. Just keep it real. Keep it real. I was in my whole face, but then it's like I'm in my whole face, but I'm in my whole face with a person that's living a double life, and I I didn't know the signs to look for it. You, I'm sorry, I usually deal with older guys. Yeah. So I was like, damn, like if I kind of would have had this little bit of a talk on my mom, and then I usually deal with guys that have kids. I don't have any babies, so it's always, man, I'll mess with her. I'll, I'll mess with old girl. Mm-hmm. No, we 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 just co-parent. So I feel like if I would have had that conversation with mom, some of that stuff I could have avoided. Definitely. Based off of her experience. Yeah, like sitting down and being yeah. real. And I think so that, it's like know, like now with me being older, it's like I me and moms, we chop it up. We shoot the shit with each other. Yeah, yeah mom, this, uh, no, let that yeah. that shit dead. And I just feel like, you know, a lot of parents they they have a habit of not humanizing themselves when dealing with their preteens and their young adult children mm-hmm. to even admit that they might have made some of the same mistakes that we did when we were our age in yeah. terms of men and getting played and getting their heart broken and things like that. That's all the things that they leave out, but it's so important for us young women to hear. Yeah. Well, a lot of they do that is because they they want to protect you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they try to guide you in a direction that if, if I gave you this way, you'll never meet these type of people True. over here. But not realizing... Guiding them in this direction, you're not preparing them to even know what these type of people look like mm-hmm. or how they move or how they people, act. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, they wolf, they sheep, they wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Or no, yeah. some of them are just, just blatantly like, this is what I want, this is mm-hmm. how I want it, mm-hmm. and this is how I'm going to give it to you. And you intrigued was like, oh my God, the last dude played games, but this dude is live and direct. I'm going to give him a chance. Yeah, but sometimes the ones that's live and direct still can be on bullshit they could you could you could literally sit there and have a talk with a person and be like hey you know don't catch no feelings this is what it is it's in the third well bam 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 and then next thing you know we had they a agreement they, hello it usually do be that way I ain't yeah. it happened like that or i just feel like like from experience with my mom my grandma was the type of person that had the sex talk with her but she was the type of person now sit there watch this 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 then the third woo woo you know what I mean? So my mom, with me, it was more so I think she was more lenient with me because that's how she was taught. Mm-hmm. She, my grandma ragged on her. You, she couldn't go nowhere. Me, I was going to teen clubs, everything. My mama trusted me like that. But I feel like a lot of her, just like you with a parent, both of y'all are parents. A lot of y'all experiences, y'all probably ain't going to sit there and go the same route with y'all kids. Mm-hmm. Y'all probably going to take a different route like, Ugh, I didn't have this talk or I was talked to like that. And I remember how that felt. Mm-hmm. Let me try to switch that when it come to my own. And it's either a win or a fail, I guess. I mean, yeah, hit or miss. Yeah, it's hit or miss. You have to switch it up because this generation, we can't, do, Lace we can't do anything like we used to. You can't. You like you said, you used to go to teen clubs. We can't even let our kids get off the block. Hello. You know, so you can't kind of teach them the same way and learn things we did. Mm-hmm. All right. So prior to before uh, having you ladies come in here, I sat down. Talk to my little panel of people. I usually ask questions. And one of the questions is, what were some of the things that you wish you would have learned about when you were younger? A couple of things that came across from some of them was, sex doesn't always mean penetration. Are we sure? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. (laughs) I didn't even look at you. listen, when it comes to my black book, if I ain't been penetrated, we ain't have sex, okay? So... Listen... (laughs) I'm, I'm there. Because I'm just saying. Wait, how how explicit can I get right now? You can be 100% okay, so I'm about, to, I'm about to keep it a buck fifty with you. If you give me some head and that's it, that's all. You we just gave me sex. head. We ain't had sex. We didn't have sex. You gave me head and you left. <laughs> that's but it. A, but in an intimate sense, 
sex does not all like if I'm in a relationship or we doing some real stuff. You you slapping on boy you done, you didn't have sex with me so it just depends on the nature of the relationship. But if we're talking casually, if you did not penetrate, we did not have sex. You're not going in there. Oh, I talk about relationship that casual. But me it might be a little bit different. Like if you suck on my dick and I come, we had sex. I'm sorry. Mm. And that's how some niggas get stuck chasing certain girls. Mm-hmm. That's, let's be honest. There's a lot of ugly, ugly baby mamas out here in this world. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, to the point where we have to sit back and ask ourselves, like, who well, fucked fuck you? And you want to know why? Because yeah. she sucked that nigga dick one day. And good. she did a damn good job. No, she did the Gawk Gawk 2000. She did okay. the Walk Walk 2000 combo. Wap She upgraded it. She went on ahead and put the double twist on okay. it. Okay. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm come back a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna revisit and this. We go and we gonna just you know what fuck it. I take my she, damn coat off. So she got and he got busted her plain and simple. All right. Second one that came up is women needs are completely different than men. Absolutely. Go ahead and speak. Did you be taking them deep breaths like you got something to say? No, no, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna no, let no, you... no, that's literally what what it was. It is. It's a little bit different. I mean, you mean sexually or we on what level? We mean we talking sexually? Yeah, I would say that because I, I mean, if if anybody ever listens to our past episodes, like I wasn't a, a, too much fond ahead. I I could go with. Oh yeah, now see now in the year twenty nineteen, I am because I've been I was blessed. Okay, with some experience, but, but our needs, do but ours do different a little bit. Um, yeah, because I would say. It's a combination of things that I need in order to feel satisfied sexually. If this is somebody that I'm consistently having sex with. Okay, I'm glad you said consistently. But I said, because if it's just a wham-bam. I mean, because honestly, like, I'm in a place where if it's a wham-bam, chances are I'm not coming. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's just being honest. I'm glad you said that, because that's the next thing that somebody said. Because I'm I'm hard to do. Yeah. That, you know, most women don't orgasm from penetration alone, and that's okay. And normal. Do you know of 80%? We did an episode on this. Yeah. 80% of women have never experienced a vaginal orgasm. Sorry to hear that. I'm like the only time I've mainly orgasmed if it's I'm on top. Or like clitoral stimulation. Yes. That yeah, yeah I've experienced that now. But in past, no. I'm sorry you've been going for your life. So long. I'm sorry. To hear that, Listen, man. okay. I know I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. No, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna tell you about me. Let me tell you about me. I just got into this year the whole uh, self love thing. I wasn't really into toys, mm-hmm. none of that. But thanks to bedroom bullies, I got Child my life. I've never owned a dildo or any because I'm the type of person like not not say like I'm a hoe, but you know I always had a little piece on me if I if I needed it. Most yeah. women do. Keep it. Keep just it keep up. it real. Just like, keep it real. Like, even though it's like twelve women day. to every one man, most yeah. women still have someone they can always pick up the phone. Like even if you I said, like, wait, what, what what were those statistics? <laughs> twelve women to every one man. That's oh, I'm finna beat his ass. I got to go. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I right, say he but that's just being real. Yeah, that's just saying you gotta no, no, interact no, no. with it. All right, I'm gonna head out. Look, I got- All right, SpongeBob. <laughs> but no, that's just being real. Like even if I was like messing with somebody on a serious level, not saying I would go in my black book. Mm-hmm. But if things fell off and we've done in, I had somebody in the back book. If I really wanted to go in my and and empty out my clip. Okay, so is this somebody in the black book that like past experience? Um, 
was able to successfully make you orgasm? Or is most this... of the time, it is somebody who you have a track record with, like like long term, really long, long term. Most of the time, it is someone that you know that. Okay, DTS. Take take it like this: side chicks exist because these chicks know this particular dude took care of me the way I need to be taken care of. So I'm going to hit you up when I need something, regardless of whatever your current status is. Mm-hmm. It is not always about needing a man, wanting a relationship, mm-hmm. or just saying, I don't care what you do over here, just don't do it with me. A lot of times, side chicks are women who have no problem with saying, hey, I like your dick. Your dick likes me. <laughs> okay. Hello? I'm going to call you on these particular days and times. Don't make it nothing more than what it is. It's men like that too, though. No, yeah. men are. I'm sorry. Huh? There is um, men like that. It is. I've never came across them. They've always blurred the line. We better ease on down that damn road. Okay. Hmm. They've always blurred the line. You are so country. Who? Actually, <laughs> 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 like, we're, like, what road are we easing down? That yellow brick road, goddamn it! <laughs> you so country. <laughs> I can't help you. You hang out with your grandma, don't you? <sighs> I was just with her too before so, I got here. We was grocery shopping and stuff. I can tell. You talk like an old woman. No. This is the thing. That's that's who raised you, but my mama raised me. Like I was raised by my I was raised by my, my mom and grandma. But then I have a lot of the cousins that are around my age are men. So I I hung around a lot of men. I don't I don't have like I have female cousins that I hang around, but it was mainly the men I hang around playing video games and everything. So it was just like that's probably I'm a little rough around that edges. But you know what? That's what makes me me. Yeah. Period. And I can see why a lot of dudes would talk to you because of that too. I got listen, relate. I got my garbage taken out because of doing pie, okay? Yeah, somebody took my garbage out. R- true story, real life. Run that down. So we did an episode about um, chivalry, chivalry and transparency. Okay. So the story, and this was a real life story. So I was taking the trash out, and this a dude was outside in the parking lot trying to holler at me. Okay. You see, I'm I'm struggling trying to overhand this garbage. Now, if you was pee about it, you'd be like, "Hey, baby, let me let me come over there and help you get this thing." And how are you doing today? Then you probably had a better chance of getting my number. Anything mm-hmm. else around the house? Anything else around the house you need fixing? Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. You know, <laughs> is your handles on your cabinets? I'm just saying. Right, right. No, he set his black ass in the car and wants to talk to me. No. He he, he want to get his Jordans dirty. Fuck you and them Jordans. Okay. And that car. So, I, we went on the air. We discussed it. We, we deliberated. We had a conversation. And one of our listeners, who actually I went to high school, was like, let me know when you need that garbage taken out. I didn't even know he listened to the pod. So, I let him know when I need that garbage taken out. He took that garbage out. He took something else out too, baby. No. He took it out, took it out, took it out, took it out. I mean, he brought me ice cream. Oh. <laughs> That's what we doing now? Insomnia cookies. Mm. He know who he is. Thank you if you listen to this. <laughs> but yes, I've, I've had my garbage taken out. That's a new one. I'm yeah. my boy. What? Hey, look, hey. Like, hey, my God, these niggas out here taking garbage out now. Man. Because, like, no, but it was a serious topic, though. Like, it legit, was. like, is chivalry dead? Like, I really. It I, is. I kinda, it, it, it is, is, but it is not. Like, I kind of started back dating this year, you know, on and off. And I went on a date with a guy, opened up the car door, pulled out my chair. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, who raised you? Where's your mama at so I could tell her thank you? Mm-hmm. 
Well, not to go too far off topic, but yeah, the thing about that is one, there's so many households that don't have men in that household. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody know how to teach them what these things are. Mm-hmm. Two, we have a world full of independent women once again because there's no men in the household to, to let them know that there's there's a dom, there's a sub, and you ain't got to do everything on your own. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you can't expect certain generations to do certain things when no one was there to teach them the proper way of doing it. So when you do come across this and you demand chivalry and all this extra stuff, it's like that's a foreign language to them. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. Like, well, why can't you take out your own share? Mm-hmm. Or why do I need to open my car door when I can just do valet? They look at everything else as that just sounds lazy. Yeah, but and, I learned the valuable lesson. If I can do everything on my own. What the fuck I need you here for? Well, you just found out about toys, so it just recently. Hold on, wait a minute, hold on. So, so recently you did still need a purpose for him. <clears throat> Keep it honest. And that's some real shit. I mean <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Cause I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> but I mean that's being real though. Like if what what do I need you for if I can do everything on my own though? I think for me it's different. I look at that different, like, yes, I'm very, very capable of doing all of this shit on my own. But do you really want but to? But do I want to? Right. But I don't want to. But my thing is, if I'm put in a position where I have to, mm-hmm. that's different if we in a situation and some shit happened, it's like, okay, baby, we in this together. I, I'm going to pull the weight type stuff. You feel me? But if it's a constant thing, what are you here for? Oh, of course. You get okay. what I'm saying? So let me ask you this question. In those situations, do you talk to them about it? Because the next thing I was going to say is communication is very important. It is. Communication is key. And a lot of people don't understand what that is. So like you said right here, you want him to do certain things, but he doesn't do it. Do you tell him in a sense of like, well, hold on, this is this is what men are supposed to do mm-hmm. in these situations? Or do you sit there and be like, nigga, fuck you. you nah, I can't deal with this shit. Like you create... A it, negative environment. No, you know what? Communicational environment. <clears throat> no, I depends. say something. It depends. It depends. Um, and the only reason that I say that it depends is because we live in a world where a lot of the men have not grown <clears throat> up in a household that a man has been present. But social media has done a weird way. I was getting there next. Of giving everybody the blueprint. In terms of what it is to be chivalrous, to be in a healthy relationship. And with me, I, you know, a certain particular guy that I've dealt with in the past. Okay. You always sharing about what it is to be a real man and what you would do for a woman that's worth it and what you would do for Don't let this. social media fool and you. Don't right. let, first of all, don't let social media fool you. Mm-hmm. But my problem is, based on your social media... You know what the fuck should be going on. Yeah. So I'm going to hold you to that. But. And act accordingly. But let's switch it up though. It's some guys that come from a two parent household. That are still fuck boys. That are still fuck boys. Personal experience. They are allowed to still be fuck boys. Because I've literally had to tell somebody like, hey, yo, like. That's rude, my my, my guy. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, like, now nah, I'm no disrespectful way, but like, that that ain't how you go about it. You with me, you ask me, cause vice versa, I'm gonna do the same. But I don't. Well, know. I was taught like this, negative. That ain't not with me. Nah, cause I feel like a man is switch it up for a woman that he really wants. There you go, Prime and example. that's and that's period. Cause I've been in a situation where it's like day and night. 
it's a man that's giving minimal effort, not mm-hmm. giving a fuck, not asking me how I'm doing, not communicating, not being chivalrous, not being mm-hmm. a gentleman, and a man that worships the ground that I walk on. Because so everybody's it's capable all about of it. What they feel is worth investing in and is worth treating in that manner. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna hold you to that. If you feel like clearly based on you don't feel like I'm worth it, so get the That's fuck true. On. But then it also comes to you need to know your worth though. Period. That and let's take in consideration like a lot of men in this this hypersexual world is awful. Does things solely based on what they can get away with. Mm-hmm. Like when social media first started, and I remember this playing this day because my sister was so shocked when she used to get this on. Men would dive into DMs and literally flat out do things like ask to eat your pussy. Now, apparently they must still do this. <laughs> oh, it's worse. I know it's worse. I'm getting it because I know they ask to eat your ass. I don't even know you. Come on. Know. Hello? Like, like the play clean. Like, damn, bro, you just going to eat ass. But you they ask you at the bar. Dinner? Like that's like you won't take her to go get real food, but you want to eat her ass. Bro. Yeah, God but, forbid. <laughs> but it took us a while to realize, like you niggas is doing this because somebody on the other end is eventually saying yes, and mm-hmm. it's okay. Yes, like after about fifty chicks you done dove into, you would things like, "Nah, I'm gonna stop doing this." But eventually, it's about five or six in that fifty that said, "Hell yeah, sure, come through, whatever." It is like, oh, it works. Why should I stop? Mm-hmm. You know? So, when you get a woman who, like, hold on, nigga. That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, he ain't got time. If you're going to come at me, you're going to come at me correct. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to ask me what I'm doing. You're going to make plans. Mm-hmm. You're going to say, you picking me up here. We're going to do this. Applebee's is not a date anymore, my nigga. Hello? Like this. Come on. Come on. And then when they come across these kind of women, they like... Nah, man, she too difficult. She too demanding. Mm-hmm. She don't want me for my money. I mean, yeah, there's some out there that strictly want you for your money, but then there's also some who want standards. To be invested but then there's in ones that want them for their money, but they go for the ones that want their money, too. Because those are the ones who usually a hot wing and a shot of Hennessy That's and the draws come And busting it wide open. Right. Them ones that them ones that want these men for a lot of money, they are paying a price. And I and I believe that, but they don't complain though either, which they don't complain anyway. And this go for men and women. When you get a, a man or a woman that ain't on that though. Oh yeah, it's it's like <laughs> a taboo at this point. Hello. Mm-hmm. True. Cause I ain't no chicken wings Hennessy. Nah, I, I like Hennessy, but I ain't no chicken wings and Hennessy. I you was cool with me till you said you like Hennessy. Now yeah, I ain't okay, look, hold on. So I took a step back. I, I didn't glow up a little bit. I, 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 I'm not on Hennessy no more. I'm on Crown a little bit. Mm-hmm. Crown and BSB and everything else. Everybody who drinks Hennessy make bad decisions in life. Yeah, I ain't drinking no Hennessy. That's why I stopped drinking it. <laughs> I was yeah. tired of the mistakes I was making. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. Two times I decided to drink Hennessy. I got two girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, like they, we was actually, where was we at? We was at a bar um, sometime during the summer. And the guy was like, my phone died. We was together, remember? Mm-hmm. And I gave to do my number. And I'm like, okay, baby, you know, I, I'll call you. Whatever. Never left my side. You'd think he was my child on my hip. They do that. But no, so she left out the bar said, hey, you know, Kayla, you can't come back in. Which she said, go get my girl. She's not staying there by herself. Mm-hmm. So I tried to, that was my exit to get away. Thanks. He was like, so next thing you know, we outside. I didn't make it to the car yet. Baby, where are you going? Baby, where are you going? Like, let's meet up. Let's go somewhere else. I'll take you wherever you want to go. This, that, and the third. Start sending me tongue emojis. Talk to him how he's finna eat me out there. Oh, my. 
Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah, I would say women have definitely set the standard extremely low. Very. Yeah. In terms of the pursuit we, of as much as we joke about this forty dollars. It's it's that it's actually legit, legitimate. Yeah. Literally. I was talking to my best friend the other day and she was telling me how somebody baby mama sucked somebody baby daddy dick for forty dollars. And I was like, because you know I call it my son. I said, son. They really that forty dollars shit is real? It's real. I thought it was a That's joke. Real. I thought it was just social media. I, I see when I, y'all it's, was saying forty dollars, I'm thinking like forty dollars off a beauty shop. No, they really going for forty dollars because it started with chicks wanting to always get their nails done. Yeah, and nails usually run. They about used to $40. be forty dollars back when the acrylics. Yeah, yeah they used oh to be $40. shit, they, they need to go hit forty dollars, and that's where it started. Oh. And now they getting three fives. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's horrible. But y'all always welcome here. Don't get into this thing. All right. Continuing down this list of things. Uh, this came from guys. And I guess this is probably on the back of the whole TI situation. And one of them was like, what the hell actually does happen at the OBGYN? Because a lot of guys don't know That's why you question. women yeah, have that to is. go so often. Well, correction. If, if, if somebody going off, then well, we just, there's a problem. It's okay. Men don't Blown take care of themselves the same way women do. Okay. Okay. So y'all would have maybe five or six different types of doctor's appointment throughout the True. year. True. Because mm-hmm. for different them. things. Yeah. Yeah. So as men, we thinking that it's one doctor who looks at everything, not realizing y'all might have three or four different doctors for three yeah. different reasons mm-hmm. and whatnot. So the one question that they always ask is. I mean, it could be an annual, which is definitely recommended is, yeah. once a year. If you are very sexually active and you have multiple partners, yeah, it's recommended every six months. They do that, um, or like, if you if you having like a little bit of you know anything irritation out of, the, out of the ordinary. That's something, and it doesn't have to be like sexual, life. like you know how they say like when it comes to like the real fragrancy smells. Or even with age, you know, yeah. or even after you have kids, your body changes. So mm-hmm. those are a lot of, there's a lot of different things that would warrant. Or you may have had a procedure before. OBGYN. And you may have to go a little bit often yeah. because of procedure. It's all depending on that person. Okay. But I would say at the Shoot, some people visit, probably ain't never ever been. There's people still out here that's not sexually active. Yeah. Well, I would say at the visits, like, um... You know, they go in and they ask you questions about, like, your mm-hmm. sexual history, how many partners you have. Uh, annually, for me, I go and I do get an annual, you know, physical and exam. And I definitely get tested for everything, blood tests and swab, just to make sure that, you know, I'm maintaining some type of health, a healthy sexual, yeah. you know, life. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't and, always fun. I and mean, just any questions that you have or anything yeah. that's new that you're not sure about, any changes, that is... Why you go to the OBGYN? It ain't always fun. You're just sitting, sitting like there a, laying a, there. Well, and, and, and it seems like a lot of, uh, nowadays, y'all brothers need to start going to the doctors because her results ain't your results, okay? Hello? And that's another thing. Someone actually said that they want, uh, basically, a man can affect the woman's body. PH. He can, pH. Yeah. yeah. And uh, alcohol, that, that, that turns into either BV or yeast. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. It I'm is. just being real. It I know, is. No, no, I know. Yeah. It's a lot of different things. It's if he if he's not keep upkeeping yeah. his grooming down there. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't realize that because recently, it wasn't until the last 
maybe decade, mm-hmm. two decades, where we actually collectively, both men and women, started grooming down there. Because, mm-hmm. you know, generations yeah, before. Oh, like, they did it? 80s, 80s on back, it was wow. wildfire down there. Yeah. Bushes everywhere. Oh, I don't believe in that. <laughs> she said, uh-uh. I'm sorry, no man likes hearing his food. Okay. No, no, it's some older yeah. men. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's some, but okay, but for me, that just don't feel right. I can't do it. Yeah, I was gonna say something off. Because I remember my uncle's like, say it. I remember my uncle got a divorce from my aunt, and he started getting back out there. Mm-hmm. He just found out that these women were shaving. He was like. I don't go down on them because it's like going down on the kid. Mm -hmm. And it is true. And and I'll be feeling that way. Like it can't just be too naked. Like you need some. No, I'm sorry. Like any guy I'm intimate with, I'm sorry, bro. You, you need to have that thing. I'm not asking for it to be bald. I'm asking it for it to be maintained. No, I'm asking for it to be bald. it's, It's better for men to have it bald. Really? I'm, I don't want no... It's ugly. I, let me okay. tell you something right now. We fin- <laughs> I'm going to keep it 1,000 with you. If you my man and I'm going down on you, uh-uh. I need all of that. You play basketball. You do all type of things. We sweat more Y'all sweat more. And, that, and the hair keeps it. I don't want no salt in my mouth. Okay. That's me. Plus, it makes it look bigger. There we go. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> Yes, it does. Like, I was gonna say it, but he took. Oh, you know, you I'm know in my you element. Mean, that makes sense. You know, no, 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 no. Secure about just some shave it. But no, hold on. But some men that just that they just not that just don't happen for them. It you got to be already a little bit well endowed. If you ain't already well endowed, no, you I feel like it might. I feel like you now that I'm thinking about it. I feel like removing that hair might be a yeah, because you see you see a little mo, you look yeah. you know, give you like a like a, a good. Well, I have a question. Have since we, so when it comes to, it's probably a yes, but continue. No, I've I've been told mo, but it's probably no. I mean yes. So when it comes to um male the, the balls, do men feel that? When you sucking on the balls. Most definitely. The balls are the most sensitive part of the body. Okay, that's what I said. So it's to the point, like, if you accidentally bump them, we fall down in pain like y'all giving birth. We feel everything you I was to told no. A guy said, no, nah, not really. That just, it's just like, damn, like, she freaked. Y'all said, for real? So, it's just a mind thing he said? Yeah. He might, but see, you also got sometimes to do is what talk to some about shit. Yeah. Like, if you have a guy who tends to drink before he has sex... His experience out there is going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. Like they have, they have control, but they don't have that much control. Sperm ain't swimming because the blood ain't flowing. So yeah, it don't don't do nothing for them. Whereas the nigga who smoke weed, let's talk about them niggas. You know what Google stay out of my life. Um, <laughs> pop it, like, what are you asking for? No, no. But no, yeah, we do feel it. If a nigga is normal, he he will feel it. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. First of all, shout out to you for giving the balls attention. We love that shit. <laughs> attention. Especially if we hitting it from the back and you bold enough to reach yeah. back. To Hello. You might get two kids out of me for that. <clears throat> Just saying. Hey. Another story. Y'all gonna make me make an appointment. Go ahead and make, Go ahead appointment. make that appointment, sis. I encourage the appointment. <laughs> Woman's in, pussy in, don't fail me now. In the year right. <laughs> bringing, bringing the new year the right way. Hello. All right. So another one. Um, that a lot of people like I got a lot of them was that they had more explanation of STDs and the fact that STDs is not the be all end all 
No, it's not. Because if you grew up in the 80s and the 90s, AIDS were like probably the only STD they ever fucking talked about. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that was it. Like a death sentence. Right, and that's all. And of course, as long as Magic Johnson's alive, we know that you don't have to die right away. Yeah, that doesn't Yeah, you just have to make sure you taking your um, meds. One thing stuff. I will say is that in terms of like the STDs that are out here, I wish that the proper education was released right. rather than like the drastic. So like if you go on Google and you type in herpes, you're going to see 10 times out of 10 the worst case scenarios. I don't think it's necessarily just only that. I think it's more so <clears throat> social media. Mm-hmm. When they learn somebody has an STD, the shunning and they the, they mm-hmm. take it to the extreme. They make that person seem like it's the worst thing in the world that can ever happen to them. Like they signed up for it. And first yeah, of all, and then you don't even take in consideration. Well, how did you get to this point? Mm-hmm. Because for all you know, like my best friend, she has herpes. She didn't get it from being promiscuous. From a she, partner, she got it from her partner mm-hmm. being promiscuous. Mm-hmm. Okay, he didn't know he even had it when they started. Mm-hmm. Which made it even worse. So he had it for a while. Didn't know he had it. This is also where it's very important that you shave down there too because yeah. sometimes hair hides. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, in love with him, dealing with him, engaging with activities with him. So when she caught it, she thought it was the end of the world for her mm-hmm. to the point that she was damn near suicidal mm-hmm. because it's like, you have to educate your next partner that you have this so they understand. Mm-hmm. But the minute she would put it out there, all of a sudden, that whole situation started to change. It went from you two are madly in love, planning y'all weddings, to I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So that started making a major toll on her. And my sister, Mimi, host of Hostly Awkward, who has no fucking problem to tell the world that she has herpes. When she came out about it, everybody praised her mm-hmm. about being such a strong woman and, you know, claiming and all this and whatnot to the point that she educates other people in regards to it. So I think a lot of it, social media does play a major factor in how we know about it and how we handle and it. And how it's mm-hmm. accepted as right. well. Mm-hmm. Because HPV is the common code of STDs. To the point that everybody has it. Everybody it's, has it's, a strain it's a joke of HPV. Now, right? Mm-hmm. It's yep. a joke now. But when it first hit the scene, it was like, oh, I have HPV? How dare you, bitch? Like, mm-hmm. you ready to kill the woman. Like, your whole life is over. It's like, nah, bruh. Just pop. This is cool. Mm-hmm. You're going to do one of two things. You're either going to live forever or you're going to give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, that's just what it's going to be, you right. know? And I just feel like, you know, the the lack of proper education in terms of how not to spread it, in terms of how it doesn't, it, it's not something that is a death sentence. And even, even the fact that as a kid, you know, HIV was the worst thing in the world to Man. contract. <laughs> that was what it was. But just like, I would say maybe within the last three years, I wasn't educated properly that that is something that you could have living in your body. And if you, based on the proper care and the right. proper, you know, steps to live, live a healthier lifestyle, that is something that could could not impact you or anybody else that you're being intimate Sometimes with. you can have the HIV virus in your system for 10 years before you ever get your first symptom. Mm-hmm. 
So that's 10 years of your life that you've lived and you didn't even know you had it. Mm -hmm. So imagine that now that you find out you have it. Where you're at. Where you're at, you can still continue to your 70s Mm -hmm. if you take care of yourself properly Mm -hmm. and stay off the Hennessy. Or or what is it called when like HIV kind of where you can't even transmit it to anyone? Like, it's I just the wish pill. that, no, no, so that's prep. prep. Um, but there's, like, depending on if you take medicine and things, like, yeah. your your levels are so oh. low. Yeah. Like, they don't give that education enough because I feel bad. That, uh, you know, I follow people who mm-hmm. are HIV positive because I know someone who's really close to me who contracted the virus. Um, and so, you know, I follow different people who are advocates and who share their stories on social media. And some of them are undetectable. Yeah. And they don't share share that information, I feel, nearly enough either, that this isn't the last stop for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's not it. And that's just with all STDs. I think that's Mm -hmm. what... I feel like sex ed in school didn't really even want to go there. Mm-mm. Now, a lot of it had to be controlled by, like, what the parents. The government. parents mm-hmm. The government saying what we should and shouldn't say. Because, yeah. you know, you sit here and you tell your kids, like, hey, we looked at a herpes ward today. And, you know, next thing you know, it, white parents are up at school trying to get the whole place mm-hmm. shut down. The whole thing shut down. But yet, your kid is out here fucking and sucking the gym teacher. Mm-hmm. But Woo! Not the, the gym teacher. But because yeah. you're not, but, you know, telling them what's right and wrong, mm-hmm. this is what happens. And shit like that. I don't know if they suck in the gym teacher's dick. That's personal. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if your son or daughter is sucking the gym teacher's dick, I think you need to have a conversation. <laughs> a conference. You know. Expeditiously. Do you love him at least? You know. Yeah. No. Um, but that brings me to the next one that came up was another big one was what is consent? This is a huge conversation that's starting to happen a lot. Yeah. And I really think that at a young age, especially young boys, yeah. it needs to be had because growing up, consent was different mm-hmm. for some odd reason in the eyes of most of us. Whereas in if me and you are dating and I say, let's do it and you say, okay, that's all we need to hear. Mm-hmm. Regardless of like, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm good. But sometimes I have to remember, like, when you're young and you packing, she might not be able to handle all that. Mm-hmm. So if she says, no, stop, a lot of times boys will be like, well, shit, we here now. Just hold on, baby. Let me mm-hmm. give me a little more seconds. I'll be in. Not realizing we might be calling her serious, serious pain, mm-hmm. especially if this is her first time. So now we kind of forced her to finish. So by definition, we raped her. But because she said okay to begin with, they're not looking at it like that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Or, just look at the Bill Cosby situation. 97% of them chicks was consensual. Mm-hmm. They might have been under the influence, but they consented. But they, they consented. Yeah. Was it right then? If they wake up the next day and was like, I didn't agree to that, was it technically consent? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's kind it's of what we're doing. It is. Uh, yeah, because they gonna look at it from a legal standpoint with the Bill Cosby thing. It's like they could have said it, but they gonna look at it as like, well, they were under the influence, they were inebriated, so you should have took the route of nah. But that was the whole purpose of doing it in the process. Right. Why a lot of men do do that? Hell, and women. Yeah, because I've known some women who purposely got me drunk. Stop drinking that Hennessy. I, I mean, you I know what? Right now. That's your problem. Look, white is the devil. <laughs> 
Y'all white women, white. yes. Only, <laughs> white liquor, no. I only drink white in the, in the summertime. What? I can't do seasonal. Do my fa- yeah. He's a seasonal drink. No, I can't do no white boo. I could do a white in the summer, brown in the winter. I can white winter. white bring me back to college years. I can't do that. <laughs> the hell was you doing in college? You know what? Mm-mm. I don't know. That's a, get if your you, mouth off that. Get your mouth off. We ain't talking about what she doing in college now. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I done heard some of the stuff. Oh, oh my. Mm-hmm. Well, we most definitely make sure you ladies to be back. Go ahead, go ahead, Kayla, go ahead, go ahead, what you going to say, girl? So, I don't know, it's just like consent, it, it's a fine line because, yeah, you know, the laws are changing and the perspective on consent is changing, but we also have, I feel like the the definition of consent is different on every social media platform. And relationship status. So, on, on Facebook, they take the approach of, you know, if a woman is inebriated, then you want to... You know, not do it or you, no means no. When on Twitter, fuck me in my ass while I'm drunk off. You know what I mean? Ooh. So it's just like the, the lines are very blurred in terms of what consent is um, to where it's almost scary. Yeah. I mean, even look at it like in a relationship stance, too, because even though if I'm in a relationship with you, if I don't feel like giving you this ass tonight, I don't feel like giving you this ass tonight. But this is where that's where it gets tricky at, because. You might not feel like giving you that ass tonight, but, but all of a sudden, three o'clock in the morning, right. you wake up and you and, realize and he, he got, got a dick in he you. got a got a hard on. You're like, oh, okay, well, you gonna slide down on it for no reason? No, I'm not. From I, I, we, we all keeping it one hundred. I've experienced. I dated an older man before. He wanted some. He want and he wanted to go in that that other hole, and I was like, no, I'm That's straight. Different though. Yeah, that's, now, that's different. I don't care. No, a hole is a hole. If I tell you no, God damn it, I mean no. I ain't in the mood. Okay, so Roll what your if ass people over. woke you up trying to get some coochie? No. Okay. Okay, well then no. No, no means no. Legit no. Regardless legit no, regardless. In that instance? Correct. Okay. So. And he felt, and he legit sat there and said, no matter what, I should be able to do whatever I want to do to you. No. And I flipped that and big I ass off of me. I hate that approach. That's a turn off. All right, so have you ever taken a dick before? No. So you've never been the aggressor. I've initiated, but if you like, nah, babe, I ain't know that. Say less. I have, but but recently, I had to check myself because I'm, I'm the type. If you sleep and I want it, I'm I'm gonna wake it up. You on Jill Scott? I'm going to from okay. scratch. You know that's my you know that's my term. Do you know what scratch is from scratch? I know what it's from. Oh oh okay oh. Like I'm going I'm okay. going. Like, I'm trying to be a good Christian boy. I'm, I'm going to wake it up. So, but I had made a tweet like on it's Twitter. I want to say maybe five months ago. Okay, and it said basically like if he's sleeping, I want some dick. I'm gonna wake it up. And the man said, "That's rape." It is. Oh, well, damn. Because we didn't, because we didn't consent. We didn't consent. Doing it. It, there was not any consent, that, and, and that's the thing. A lot of men have taken women to court for rape and have lost the case because you got hard was the answer. That's a physical thing. So if I roll over and I slob on your knob, I that, actually he didn't do it. Or, or can, it wasn't an agreement that, or it wasn't like okay. a mutual agreement. It's no different than if I tried to go down and eat you. You wake up and, and you, you get didn't your want me to do that. Okay. okay. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's why I asked you, have you ever taken the dick? Well, I guess I took the dick then. 
Yeah, and that's what like, <laughs> like. No, I'm being real. I, 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 and a lot of women don't. I didn't look like at that. it like that. Yeah, like ever since because when you because when you ask when you just ask you the question, I'm thinking you saying like I'm trying to come on and hit my bad. Like yeah, and he like no, and I'm okay, cool, babe. Yeah, it's you a fine line. Someone was like that shit too. I know. That's I why know I that little cat and mouse come and get it. Come no, get it, Daddy. Someone be like, I could be in the kitchen getting me something to eat, and just just straight drop the drop. grab the dick, like hey. But but he's awake. He's a, he. You know what I mean? Where he can say he can oppose to it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you sleep and you you sucking a man's penis or you done got on it while he sleep. Like I got. Nah, I ain't never gonna. Ask, I ain't I have, never gonna. Ask I ain't gonna lie. Like I don't no, know, but, but like my head be under the covers. You know what I'm like. Like that's just what it is when nah. you up, when you See, a lot of times we like think about it is a lot of times men are not gonna complain about Mm-mm. that, but there are those incidences where that's not who we want it from. Because let's mm. say let's say for an example, y'all two live together. Y'all roommates. Your man is over by the house one night. You've been checking for him. He sleep on the couch. Go give me something real quick. He might normally be like, "Oh, this is Bay. This is what she does." And all of a sudden, he realizes it's not Bay forehead. It's somebody <laughs> else. No, get off me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. It's still wrong. Yeah. But yeah, you got to be very careful about consent because that, yeah. like, it's so different, and there's so many levels to it. And honestly, social media doesn't help. Social media, um, social media, social media this is work. Work. shit. Right. Okay, they listen. Work. They social make be, they. It's like they glorify help. a lot toxicity. of stuff. Toxicity, like they really do. They glorify so much stuff that is so toxic. Like right now, the big thing on Twitter is um, on your on our first date. If you not nothing in me, there won't be a second. On the what first the date, fuck. First of all, why would I want to be nutty? Like, why would I want to be nutty? Ain't no club getting shot up on my first date. First of all, I'm not against fucking on the first date. If you, that's how you feel. If that's what it is, we grown. That's we grown. We adults do that shit. But no, I'm not leaving evidence that I was here. <laughs> but not only leaving evidence, but it also raises yeah. the risk of sexually transmitted diseases. Right. Do, have but that that it made me feel like if you just off off the rip, you just want to bear back. You like you always that like, means you're gonna be like, doing that with everybody. Like, like social media is you, you you risk it all. <laughs> I promise you, you go on Twitter, it's always nutting me, nutting me, nutting me. That's see Twitter your platform. You need to stay on Twitter. I love that's yeah. Delete your timeline. Fresh. I'm on I'm on IG. That's I am gonna purge my timeline. You gotta purge it for Twitter. Yeah. No, but that another thing, another problem with that is is a lot of times chicks who down for that are down to set you up too. Mm-hmm. Because if you nutting her and all of a sudden three weeks later she pregnant, mm-hmm. how you gonna argue that? You did it. Yeah. Even though she may have did it with somebody, somebody else. Somebody else too. Mm-hmm. She, until, unless that baby come out light-skinned. <laughs> Chinese. You sometimes, you can't argue with it. She purposely mm-hmm. went with you because you happened to fit the mold of the last nigga. Yeah. So, can't yeah. be doing it. If the shoe fits. But niggas is out here wild like that, so yeah, big yeah. facts. Once again, a lot of ugly baby mamas for a reason. Right. So this also, you kind of rolled it just a little bit, but the last thing that I've been getting, and it's because this generation is so fucking gender neutrally confused. Mm. The LBGT conversation that needs to be had now. Now this is like probably the scariest conversation that I need to have. Listen. With my girls, because I don't know how to have this conversation. 
We was literally just yeah, talking honestly, about this. this conversation, I don't even know if there is a conversation right now. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. It's a conversation, but it's constantly evolving. Every damn month, it's a new gender identity. It is. To be presented to the world. In my personal outlook on it, I told and you And the most sensitive community out there right now. And it's frustrating because they need to understand that. And this is coming from somebody who is openly bisexual. Okay. But they need to understand like that. He said, I like girls. <laughs> <laughs> I would keep my mouth quiet. I like just, girls, and I definitely like girls who like girls. It's a beautiful world. Yeah, but, but it's just like, they, I, they need to understand that a lot of this stuff, it just how it's new that you are identifying yourself as this. It's new to us, too. It's new to everybody. Yeah. So y'all need to be a little more sensitive when people are trying to understand and have conversations but then, it, but then, but then, I, I get both sides of the spectrum. I yeah, there's be, a lot of spectrums here. Right at this point, help, there's like four yeah. Times. I feel like the conversation it needs to be had, but it's hard to have it. Like you just said, a because it's a lot of people within that community that are very sensitive about people having that conversation. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, everyone is not going to understand your way of living or your point you, of life. You ain't even recognize this is your way of life or and, your and, way and of living I, until the last five years. Right. And my You've thing is... you just the, been able to identify... Hello? No, 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 no. You're good. But for real. Speak your truth. I just feel like, you know, how you live your life, this is how you live your life. Some people take it as they feel like the LGBT community sometimes is pushing it. They I don't... Are. Yes, they, but then yes, but then I feel like too. Look at for I'm a '90s baby, okay? okay. So for me, my upbringing, like my godfather, was gay before he passed. So I was around that. You know, he 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 did drag he did drag shows, things like that. I didn't know necessarily what I was around, but I knew I was around something different, if that right. makes sense. Right. My mom didn't have the full conversation with me, but she had the conversation like, "This is your godfather. This is what." It is, and you love him no matter what. Right. Mm-hmm. I've had my my experiences. You know, yeah, I have. Don't do me. Next episode. We're gonna talk about your college years. No, it yeah. was even in college years. I mean, I mean, my first kiss was with a woman. That's how I learned how to you kiss. Know what Honestly, I've heard that a lot. A lot of women learn how to kiss kissing other women. Yeah. I my first kiss was with a woman. That's how. These lips so packages. You said what? Keeping both of y'all. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, and then I have friends. But you that- know what? The way that your mom explained it, honestly, at this point. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. That's, you can that's the only way. Yeah. That's it. But period. you got to look at it too. Love look at t- for who they But look are, at TV though period. too. I literally just told my friend is look at TV. A lot of people are complaining about TV, these cartoons. It was what? My Little Pony to my one. The ponies is gay. The pony is gay. It, it, it's now, like on, me and my babies watch this all the time. Now you got to think. Which no, no, no. And, and now on Spectrum, like, and that's why, like, I, I watch Netflix. Okay? okay, my kids were Netflix, barely Hulu, mm-hmm. because it's more like, cla- like conservative and stuff of what they have. Mm-hmm. But if you watching regular cable, all of that content is evolving. It's starting to evolve more. To sum it up in a nutshell, what used to be, we got to make sure one black person is on every show. We got to make sure one gay person. Is now one gay Correct. person on every yeah. show. And like I told my I friend. I blame the real world. 
It's a different role no, in TV. Because they were the first shows that when you looked at you had all these white people, you had a black person, and you had a gay person. Hey, yeah, I never thought true. of it like that until you just said that. That's it started. Yeah. Every once in yeah. a while, the black person and the gay person is the same person, but they always made sure it was one gay person one, on every yeah. cast, and yeah. that became the standard. But see, I feel like this when it comes to TV, like I just told my friend, granted, I'm not a parent, mm-hmm. but I have godchildren. I still have, I still have small children around me, nonetheless. That don't make me... Any less of an any influence. less of a woman influence. Yeah, I personally feel like based off my upbringing, even if it was a man and a woman kissing on TV, anything that was somewhat sexualized, close your eyes, close your eyes, and take your ass in the room. Yeah, my moms didn't play that, but you can't get around that. No but way. now you can't get around that. So but then I feel like too is like don't complain about it either. Empire ain't for it's that TV MA ain't for me. Okay. See, the but Empire is not for kids in Empire general. is not True. for me. But here's period. where my problem with Empire lies. I Come never on. had a problem with there being a gay character. Me, me either. Didn't care about it. Matter of fact, the first season, it was a great-ass dynamic. You had yeah. a gay son with a dad who won't accept it, and we fight for you to accept it. Cool concept. That's the, That needs pro- to be heard. The problem mm-hmm. I had with it was, by season three, everything was gay. Jamal was fucking and sucking every single dude you, you know every what? fucking and, week. And, and that's not even an issue for me. That, what it yeah. was for me is just that well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very, very like like the impression and the overall influence that you are having. Mm-hmm. We all know the STDs are prevalent in the not only in the African American community but in the gay community. Correct. So for you to have such a platform as an African American, you have a responsibility. So for you to display blatant homosexual promiscuity on Fox Six, but they had a conversation about that though. though. They had an episode about that. They had the conversation. They had the conversation. But it's constantly being displayed. Like you said, it was a whole season where every every, every time you turn around, new, Jamal was fucking a new somebody. dick. Dog, like, it got so bad. He fucked a woman on there too. Exactly. Look, hold on, wait a minute. It was Alicia Keys. I understand. But, 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 okay. but you can put your gayness aside for that. Even Terrence Howard character gave him a high five for that. Man, I just feel like it was very irresponsible. I just Lee Daniels it was, did and not that's have what to made me mad. When yeah, Lee Daniels like being an advocate of the gay community himself, he has a responsibility. You have so many platforms. And with Empire, so you feel like he he was irresponsible with the platform. Absolutely. Exactly, Absolutely. it's like Spike Lee doing Chirac. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I, I you know I, you, you I know got, better. Mm-hmm. You know better, but you this is what you do, right? Yeah, and Tyler Perry would never. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> hey, listen, no, 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 no hold on. Talk, no, he wouldn't. Oh, he would. Even though he ran, we're not gonna talk about her ass because she the reason why that fucking shitty ass Michael Jackson movie came Listen. out. Listen, yeah, and she know better. But <laughs> I really don't think Oprah truly knew that it was going that going, way. Going that way, she yeah. thought it was something until she it came out and realized a whole other story. But I just feel like I want to be the one. As far as I like, when the day I become a parent, I want to control the narrative. Let me control when have I have to. that conversation with my child to explain. To. But it's you can't. But, but it's hard to well, now. No, you can. You just can't. I just feel like because how the world is evolving, you have to be ever present in the content that your kids are consuming. But yeah. you like it's just a, it's think just about a, it. A right? It's hard though because it's, it's like hard. to the point everywhere. Prime example: for some odd reason, we all grew up on Disney, mm-hmm. so Disney is usually the safest place. I mean, there's a couple of dicks in the clouds here and there, but they all are cracking. Okay, you don't know that. You have to look for the dicks to see that, the dicks. That's but they was on drugs. Right. That's yeah. right. 
But the thing about it is, is the narrative of the LBGT community has gotten so aggressive that Frozen, that they are literally like protesting to make Elsa be gay. Wait, huh? You didn't hear yeah. about that? When the first movie came the out and she, and she did the Let It Go song, which was her coming out the fact that I got my powers. All bullshit aside, if you listen to that song, change it's, a couple it, lyrics, yeah. you can basically make it sound like a coming out the closet song. Damn. Literally, dead serious. Because I was like, dog, is Elsa gay? Like, before I even seen the movie, because I heard that song. <laughs> and that song was, See, I didn't that think of that. That was my, that's my shit, man. Yeah. yeah, the whole code doesn't bother me anyway. It's supposed to be like, you know, all the yeah. hatred don't bother me because this is who I am. So the new movie came out, and people were upset that Elsa didn't have a girlfriend. But there's this one little girl who she's learning her powers from, so they like, oh, this is going to be her That's girlfriend. I'm like, fam. Why do, why do we need why, that? Why does it need to be gay? Yeah. But then now I have to sit here, and here's my six-year-old daughter who asked, who asked me a question. Why is Elsa and that girl kissing? It didn't happen there, but let's say if it did. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a six-year-old. <laughs> I have to explain to a six-year-old why two mm-hmm. girls are kissing. And I have to make sure I get in front of it because if she get to school and her little kids explain to her why two girls was kissing. Oh, yeah. that it, There's no coming back from that right. regardless yeah. of what you say. Or, you know, even worse. She kissed another little girl. Exactly. Yes. And it's like, well, they did it in Frozen. Mm-hmm. The fuck am I supposed to do? I can... I- I, if I can, but you know what? I can, I can relate to that. And I can that relate to that 100% because just very recently, it's so crazy that you would bring that up. Just very recently, my son school called me. Mm-hmm. And this was like literally the Tuesday after Pop. No, Thanksgiving break. Okay. So the school called me. She called me private. I don't play that. And then it called me from an unknown number. I don't play that either. So then I got a text message like, it's, an, it's important that I reach out to you. This is Jordan's teacher. Blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the third. Okay. Like, okay. So I, I touch bases with her. And come to find out, all in all, my son was looking up inappropriate content on his school iPad. Because during Thanksgiving break, the kids that was at the babysitter. Mm-hmm. Which are a little older because my son is six, he'll be seven in April. They're nine, ten, and eleven. That was what that was the content that they were looking up while he was at their house for spring break being babysat. Winter break or Thanksgiving break? Thanksgiving break Mm -hmm. while they were being babysat. Okay. So not only do we need to be careful about what is being portrayed on the TV. But it's oh, these yeah. damn kids that you know what I'm saying. Yeah, most I definitely. Was so pissed, so upset, so frustrated. But he's at an impressionable age. He's at such an right. impressionable age, and it's so important. Like I really had to explain to him, like you know, those kids are older. Not to say that what they were looking at is right, but but they're it, at that age where this is it's what they're, cur- it's mm-hmm. their curiosity. Right. Not saying that that's but it's inappropriate for you, Jordan. You are a little boy. And that's all you need to focus on is being a little boy. When that time comes, if you have any questions, you know, do you have any questions about what you seen, what you were looking up, what you were researching? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Well, well, he's a very smart kid. He knew how to spell what he was looking for and everything. And I'm like, yeah, oh, they do. Cause they do. Was, especially now, my six-year-old grabbed that little Alexa or, or talk or talk to right. Talk yeah, to yeah. So I'm like, you know, do you have any questions? Technology nowadays. Like how did, you know what you were seeing at the house make you feel? Because you know, I don't think that is something that's done consciously. But even the kids that you have around your own children are impressionable, are are influencing right. mm-hmm. how they generating their sexuality, their self esteem, all of that. So oh yeah, most just, definitely. It's hard. It's it's tough being a parent nowadays. 
It is. It really is. So don't have no kids anytime Don't have no kids. Listen, now at you this point, and kids. they and they your broke best friends too. They run your pockets. They okay? do stay in your pockets. They work man. them pockets. I, I mean, feel like my daughters find the most expensive shit to ask for on purpose. Yes. 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 But <laughs> Can I just ask it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like my daughter want an LOL dial kit. Which one? Uh, she wants the whole one. Yeah, the long one. Don't play with me. My child got to put that in my Amazon cart. Like, right, first of all, I'm... who taught you how to use Amazon? <laughs> right, right, okay. right, right. Talk and why you put it in my cart? Because you know, you know I'm always in my cart. Making a little Santa Claus their Christmas list. Mm-hmm. She put LOL. I don't know why she spelled Wait. Barbie doll like that. So this is the funny thing. So <laughs> I took a nap before coming here. Speaking about Christmas and Santa Claus. So my friend called me half sleep. She was like, May, May, you got Santa Claus phone number? I'm laying there. I'm like, bitch, what you mean? Do I got Santa Claus number? What? I'm asleep. You okay? Mm-hmm. Next thing I hear her son in the background, like, mommy, is that Mage? Mage, you got Santa's number? And I'm Aww. like, oh shit. Yeah, baby, I got Santa Claus number. I'm texting your mama. I was like, ooh. You know sorry. what? I'm gonna text it to you. There's actually a hotline that you can leave Santa Claus a message. I have that. That's what she was trying to do. I got it. I'll send it to and you. And I was like, the hell? Like, yeah. we could do Santa Claus mm-hmm. phone numbers? I remember the phone number we used to call. I used to do the ch 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 ch. Oh, girl. You don't remember that number? No. Oh, damn. That was me then. <laughs> what the hell did you find? So a scary number? Yeah, you know. Uh, what was okay. it? Is it screams like the... Ch- 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 Halloween. <gasps> yeah, Halloween. Yeah. Y'all remember yeah. that phone number? No. no. Oh, y'all remember no, Mike Jones? I call Tyrone. Okay. I don't call... <laughs> no, you call Sugar Bear. That's who you call, goddammit. <laughs> you know that being said. <laughs> That's who you call. But no, I think... Um, I mean, I, I think that conversation... I think... Cause it's a lot. Like I was talking to somebody at work, and I was like, "Yeah, like you know, it's stems and fems." She's like, "What the what the fuck? I just yeah. know about lesbians, gays." Oh yeah, it's to the point where they took I'm the like, whole alphabet. Yeah, and I'm can like, I, you know, I, I'm I, like, you know what a stem is? The stem is this is that a third? Like, yeah. And, and I'm in support of the the community. Can I tell y'all something that was so funny today? Of course. Okay, so <laughs> I took my kids to a, a birthday party today, right? Mm-hmm. And the birthday party that I took them to. Um, my friend's sister, this was like kind of the coming out when you, you know how like you bring your boo finally to something. Oh, to the family function. Yeah, so this was the family function that she brought her boo to, which was supposed to be a stud, right? Okay. So the boo show up, and I'm I'm like, oh, okay. And then I, like my eyes, because you know I'm very, my antennas be up, y'all. And my eyes kind of like traveled down. And I was just appalled. Because, okay, we get it that you're a stud. We get that. She had the strap on. They be having it. Get the strap. She's like, and and I'm just like, okay, I understand that's how you identify. But first of all, we had Chuck E. Cheese, boo. (laughs) Second of all, she was a bigger woman. So I'm just thinking like, I know that fupa sweaty as hell. You standing up. You can't even sit down. Because you know it's a strap. Like, you you ain't sitting down. I mean, I'm never, okay. It, like, like it, it doesn't get soft to where you can just comfortably Fold tuck it, it like how a man does. Okay. It's erect. So she just had it like literally sitting there on her leg and... So she had thigh it, action going. It's strapped on to you. Okay. So I'm sure you sweating and you can't even sit your ass down. Yeah, there's... Um, I have a, a stud friend. She has... She stays strapped. She has a strap she always wears. It's a specific one she always wears. And when it's time for sexy time, she has a completely different one she puts on. Don't so, talk men with shop. Never mind. <clears throat> not at all. <laughs> he said, That's like a lot of words. He said, I don't need it. <laughs> I, I don't, don't need it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm most definitely keeping y'all too. <laughs> <laughs> I 
non-TDR pod. But you, but you know something I do think that needs to be more of a conversation, though, mm-hmm. is this whole the colorism, the light skin, dark skin. No, we've talked about it enough. They need to give that shit up. No. But you, they won't, though. It, it will never happen. No. It's unfortunate. And I, and I think it's for me differently. I'm, I think for me differently because, and I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt anybody. Mm-hmm. I think for me differently is because I model. I'm getting back into it. So it's like we have this conversation. It's like people don't get it. But then it's like I still see these videos that have a lot of lighter complexion women, this and the third, but not nobody that's they don't look like me like that. So it'd be kind of like, bro, for real. But you want to everybody want a dark skinned woman now. You know what's yeah. so funny? Uh, P3, the episode they recorded today was actually about color. colorism. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's definitely, a, I feel like... It's, I, it's an issue that's not going to go away. No. Because it's a worldwide issue. I you, feel like it's a worldwide issue, but I feel like the ones who it impacts the most are the ones who are always the most offensive in the, the, the most comparative about it. True. It's always but, African Americans that are making the comparisons and making the... Because that's part of our history, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you have to think about it. You go all the way back to Africa when the Europeans decided to say, hey, we're going to divide this shit up, you know, and call it the Crusades. That's how they started separating people. You have countries like Rwanda who literally had a whole thing about that. Mm -hmm. Then you have our history where American history for slavery started. With the field Negroes and the the house Negroes. So it's, it's there, period. It's to the point where... Even in relationships where you have some men who only date light-skinned women, you have some men that only want dark-skinned women for the culture. You know, Mm -hmm. like that was bad for a while. Red bone, yeah, bad for. I I never forget as a kid. If if for those that never seen before, I am I'm black and a berry sweeter juice. Just for those who ain't never seen it, she bought as chocolate as they come. And she the type of chocolate that melt in your hand and not in your melt in your mouth and not in your hand. What's going to happen is when this mic cut off, never <laughs> But, like, I would never forget as a kid, because, like, my mom didn't also, she didn't teach me color. Like, I used to call whites or Caucasians, I used to call them peach. Mm-hmm. That's like, what my kids do, too. Because they're the actually, if you really pay attention, they're the only people that are really colored. It's, yeah. Because the world is either you melanated or you not. And I used and to how feel bad. Much melanated you have is yeah, what makes that's a difference. True. Yeah. Which is why I don't like to refer to us as people of color. I just like to say melanated descent. Mm-hmm. Because that's literally what I like it that. Is. I love that. And I remember I told my grandma I wish I was white. Because as a kid growing up, like You know when you do the census, you can actually put yourself as white in the census and it'll make you white for the whole entire next ten years. Didn't know that. Yeah. Doing it. No, I'm just playing. Negative. And the only reason why I, I wonder what kind of but impacts it. You know what I mean? I told her that, and I was like, I wish I was white. Listen, my grandmother cussed me out. But she ex- she told me I need to like not I need to, but basically be comfortable with my skin. But as I got older, I think people don't didn't understand, especially at the time when we were growing up. It's like nah, like all the guys like the light skin. Like I'm just being real. What little girl don't want some little boys flocking at her? I didn't have no little boys flocking at me. That's because you were an African booty scratcher. That's probably what they called you, though, because you were a real dark skin. That's what he's saying. Like, uh, yeah. African booty scratcher and blackie. Yeah. yeah. I was blackie, mm-hmm. or I was known as the dark skin girl with the long, pretty hair, because my hair went to the middle of my back. Mm-hmm. 
I was known for all of that. But then when I got to high school, it was the, oh, damn, she fine to be dark-skinned. But I didn't realize in high school like how offensive that was. It was just I've had I've never realized how how often people say that. But being but being a freshman, fourteen years old, going to Madison High School, it's like make that mistake in life. Don't do me. I ripped the madhouse. Gang gang. I'm a I'm a night all day. Anywho, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like king girl. You said what? At least you ain't a king girl. Uh, No, I ain't bougie. Well, I'm bad and bougie, but that's besides the point. But it's like being 14, and it's like you being told that it's like you think this shit is okay. But as you get, as I got older, I'm like, hold on, wait a minute, bro. That's offensive as hell. I'll be fine no matter what if I was light skinned purple. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I was like Oscar the Grouch. I'm still going to be fine. I'm still going to be bad as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, if, and I literally had a dude say that to me, and I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. How often do you get on my white man? No. I get I get hit on all the time by white men, and I'm surprised you don't. Right? Let me ask you this. Hold on. I, does biracial count? No, I'm talking you mean, about full fledged white, white man. I'm talking about white. What's the what's the what's the name of them shoes? New Balance wearing. No, Columbia coat wearing. Not the, not the monarchs. I'm talking about <laughs> probably white twice men. out of 29 years of I'm life. Surprised? No. Let me ask you this question: Do you ever do you have restless bitch face? Yes. That's why. That's why. If you smile more, white men, because they, they fetishize your, your... They like the dark. That. They like the 100% yeah. elevated. Yeah. No. I'm surprised, because I do all the time. So all I, the I don't get hit on by black men sometimes. Because you'll fix your face. No, no, I'm not... Listen here. My face is me. Me is my face. Mm-hmm. I literally had a guy tell me, he was like, That's you know... That's why um, she shouted out bedroom bullies at Anywho, (laughs) but no, I literally had a guy tell me he was like, "I'm gonna be real with you." He was like, "A lot of guys are intimidated by you." He was like, "Because of your face." He was like, "You come across stuff like, I don't need you. Fuck you. I don't need you because you don't. You don't need him." He said, "But then, but some dudes take that as that's a challenge." And then when they get to know me, it's like, oh, damn, like, she cool as shit. But at the same time, Ray, you kind of doing yourself a disservice because, and the only reason I say that is because you come off the persona of initially being unapproachable, unapproachable, but then when they get to know you, you're so given. I don't get everybody. Well, you know what I mean, though, mm-hmm. to where you let, you put your, you let your guard down for Certain individuals, just in general, mm-hmm. you, you like them, yet y'all vibing or whatever. You mm-hmm. let your guard down, and then it's like, you know what I mean? Because she's so given, so it's it's literally like damn near a catfish. But I love you. Your body language tells everything. Yeah, yeah. What to say right now? Your body language, you got me fucked up. There we go. I'm just, no, I'm just saying, right? <laughs> I'm saying it in a bad way, but I I'm know. just saying like, yeah, you can't. What? Don't change who you are. Don't change. No, I'm not changing. Listen, any man that comes around me gonna love me for me. This face and all. Mm -hmm. Not too probably so, because it's not ugly. Thank you. It's just aggressive. Yeah. Passionately aggressive. I am. You know what? I I will take that. I am. I can be very aggressive. You're passionately aggressive. I don't know if that's a. I love her for it. 
Like we when we first started. Oh yeah, I didn't like her. We did not like 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 initially. We used to butt heads because our opinions and our perspectives. KP had to used to sit there and be like, Nah, yeah, nah. But that's what makes people. Come that's together, why we right? come together. Because you have so to close. eventually sit down and be like, and be like "Let me see it. why she look at it from this perspective." Yeah, yeah. And it took this podcast for sure. It took woman to woman for me to really learn how to adore and respect Ray because she's she I'm strong a personality just like me. <laughs> I but am our a perspectives <laughs> are extremely different on almost everything. Like I could see you adopting you as a little sister in a heartbeat because you are not a thug. I am a thug. You are not a thug. I am a thug. I am the glue. The glue of what? All of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking my shit. But I'm a thug. Somebody told me that though. Somebody that listened to another pod told me he's like, dude, you are a sensitive ass giving thug. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like you a catfish. <laughs> he was like, how can one person be sensitive, giving, loving, but then a thug and will hop on your ass? I have a friend like that. Me and her talk every single day. That she is me. Like that. But I'm not like. But see, the thing is though, I get thuggish when I need to be thuggish. And that's why niggas won't open doors for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's no, what no. I mean. What but, do you mean? Because you kick, you kick them in the. Because you kick the door, you don't even give them a chance to you to kick the damn door in. No, no, no. <laughs> I let them open the doors. You open the door with your theme music already playing in your head. Mm-hmm. What's my theme music? Hmm. I'll get back to you on that. I want to know what that is. Yeah, we're going to sit on that. We're going to sit on that? Yeah. Oh, I thought that, I want to know what my theme song is. I thought it was it She's the Bad Man Majama? It probably is. But mm-hmm. we got to bring something current. Some ca- Are you looking something up? I actually think I do got something <laughs> <too. laughs> No, but I, I, I am. I mean, I am a very loving person. I just, I don't know. Everybody had different, different stages of their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at the I don't give a fuck stage. I think that's where I'm at. I'm not. I'm at that. Listen, listen, Linda. No, I don't. Know. What, what? What? Linda listening to? I, I don't know. I'm just in a place, especially going into the new year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need it. Hey. I don't want it. You don't need what exactly? No, no bullshit. So, yeah. tell the listeners yeah. where where they can find you guys at. So you can hit us up on woman to woman podcast.com on Facebook, woman to woman, IG at woman to woman underscore podcast, and Twitter, woman to woman underscore pod. We are on Spreaker, Apple, iTunes. Go ahead. Facebook. We already figured it out. Spotify. Spotify. We are all podcast platforms. All platforms. Mm -hmm. Hit us up. Check us out. Thank you.